Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Hydland cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter, or elusir, of the Coyote Totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull, or outsiders, who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans, and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Uh, so you guys make your way toward the last portal, and uh, Clive comes and catches up with you. Uh, and uh, Rhoda is standing next to this last archway. Uh, and you see Lord Arnolf has returned. He's also standing there. Um, he's this, this hunched, strange, tiefling, weird, oni-faced creature. Uh, with his fingers steepled, as he seems to like to do. He says, Miss Veneer. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, how does Magic Brian sound? Um, oh yes, hello darling. Oh yes, yes. hello darling. <laughs> um, he's like, I, could I speak with you a moment? Yeah, I actually was going to uh, talk with you too because I'm still very confused, but... Understandable. Uh, Miss Rhoda said you were interested in speaking. Please, come yeah. walk with me. Yeah, you two go do food things. Well, sure. this is up to you, man. No. I Did make a decision. It's fine. You know me. Do oh, I, I'll hook an arm through Silas's and I'll be like, come on, let's go pick out some food. <laughs> Indeed. And he follows you through a portal. <laughs> um, but yeah, Arnold uh, Having nothing but bacon and pumpkins. Gross. That's it. <laughs> At least throw some fucking onion soup in there. Pumpkin nope. spice bacon. Pumpkin spice no. bacon. It's Actually, it's just roasted pumpkins that are filled with bacon. That's better. Slightly. So greasy. Yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, Lord Arnulf um, sort of dismisses Clive and Rhoda to go off to do their own thing. Clive follows Kit and uh, Silas. Um, but Rhoda goes back to her sort of like clipboard and like managing the kobolds and yeah. I do declare, darling, you must. Uh, no. Um. <laughs> But uh, Arnolf, uh, next to you, he's of course like two feet taller than you, even hunched over. Um, you can now see, uh, you gotta look at it before, but it's a little more up close now. This long, weird tail that has this tuft of white fur on the end. It's, it seems feline, but under the fur, it has more of the shape of like a reptilian tail it's weird oh my god he's a circle it's it's got the it's got the flexibility of a cattail but it's got the shape like where it gets wider toward the base um he's almost raptor like like cat and raptor put together plus a tiefling plus an oni so it's weird (laughs) um he is literally called an oni tiefling that's what this creature is but um, as he walks along with you, curled fangs out of this permanent grin on his face, his mask-like face, 
Um, you see the two main eyes, like normal eyes, they sort of go to the same place at the same time, but the last eye is always looking somewhere else. Um, the, the central eye in his forehead. Um, and as he walks along with you, just sort of striding down the hallway, he says, I imagine you are a bit confused. Yeah, that's a bit of an understatement. Uh, I I'm thought it was. <laughs> Uh, well, ask your questions, I will... Well, I will not lie to you. Okay. Uh, how do you know me? You really don't remember... Well, I suppose I look different. Um, he... He sort of leans down a little further. He says, You, uh... You must not have been any older than four or five. You were very, very small. Um, I was, um... Do you remember a red tiefling? A bit tall. Uh, and as he begins describing this tall red tiefling with black hair, you start to remember somebody very, very, very distantly. When you were very little and Sylphie hadn't come along yet, um, you remember your mother renting a room in the house that you previously had um, before, you know, your dad died. Um, wait, was it? My yes. dad didn't die. He, no, he before left. your dad ran off. Sylvie's um, dad died, yeah. Yes, before he ran off with everything. Um, no, God, sorry. After he ran off, and as your mother was beginning to fall in love with Sylphie's dad, Braven fucked off. Sylphie's dad did not. Um, so in this sort of in-between period when it was just you and your mom, basically, you remember her renting uh, an extra room to, which is really no more than a broom closet with a bed in it, uh, to a tall red tiefling with black hair, these um, sort of slightly curved but mostly straight horns going off the back of his head. It's kind of, kind of like uh, Lord Arnolf, um, who was just destitute. Um, the way he paid for his room was basically by helping your mother keep up the house until he found a job. Um, but he was in such a state, and he was so sick and thin and just run down that your mother took pity on him and basically said, You can live in my house until you can make enough money to pay rent and then, you know, get yourself on your feet and pay me back. Um... So he was there for a couple months. Um, you don't remember his name. The fuck was that? Ghosts. Ghosts. Um, <laughs> you don't remember his name. Um, but he was very, very sweet to you. Um, once he did get on his feet and got a little bit of money, uh, he would actually buy you like candy from the market. And he would when your mother was busy because she was constantly working he would sort of babysit for her while he was still sick but able to do something um and the more he talks about this tiefling the more you realize he had the same ridiculous accent as this guy <laughs> and he smiles down at you the curved fang grin and he's like uh, that's a tiefling uh, though i am not a tiefling as you can see it was me yeah, I was about to say, you look a lot different. Yes, I feel 
people in your world are very, very uh, cautious of different-looking people. Um, many of the folks who live here in my home are from other places, and some of them can't even go to Atlaren. It is not friendly. But um, thankfully, I had enough control of magic at the time. I'm losing the German accent, but whatever. I had enough control of magic at the, at the time to at least make myself pass for a tiefling. And so, I... I it's been a long time since I've been in Atlaren. And um, I wanted to come back and pay my respects to your mother but she was gone yeah yeah and um I did not know where you had gone oh I realized where the sound's coming from it's fucking music fucking oh. god it just kept scaring me I was like is there somebody in the house I hear footsteps <laughs> uh, um it says your mother saved my life and I feel it only appropriate that um, I give something paid forward, as she says. Well, that's very sweet of you. You were very sweet to me then, as well. I mean, I don't know a lot of five-year-olds that <laughs> wouldn't be. Well, uh, let's chalk it up to your mother's influence then. I um I know I'm strange and I brought you into this weird place with no warning but um I just wanted to thank you. Well thank you. That it it is a little overwhelming but uh <laughs> it was overwhelming when I first set it up as well. Um this is all very new to me as well. Uh your, I don't know if you remember, but your mother found me a job. Uh, it was aboard an Arbiter ship, but it worked for the time. I uh, managed to make enough money to get away, and then I fell upon a bit of a stroke of luck in Irakel, uh, and I ended up working for a genie. Uh, I made enough money to build this place, and then suddenly I realized there are other places I can go. So, now I'm... I just have all this? <laughs> well, it sounds like you really found something special. Yes, I... It's sad. I, I came back hoping to make sure your mother never had to work again. I was going to offer her a home here. And I would offer the same to you, but it seems you have other things to do. A lot of other things. Yes, I um, I don't know everything, but I know, I know beats. Of... Yeah. You are very clever to have robbed the arbiters. Very good. <laughs> I mean, that was a drop in the bucket compared to what we need to do, but. Every bit helps. And well, so, the, yes, this has been great. 
Thank you. I don't think I would have thought of any of this for myself, so... <laughs> uh, yes, this is... These are the kinds of, uh, this is the kind of welking, welcoming I put out for, you know, extraterrestrial beings and kings and such. But, um, I think you've, uh, from what I've seen so far, you've, uh, set up something quite nice and demure, almost. But, uh, uh, no one's really described me that way before, but alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all have our moments. Uh, there are moments where I'm even normal, so... Oh. Can't see that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I understand. Uh, but uh, Chef Zuka is uh, waiting for you, and um, before you go meet him, I did want your input on your wedding cake. I've been working on it. Um, I have a few options. Would you like something simple and something grand? Oh, simple's probably the best way to go. Yes. Uh, we're making many so that everyone can have some, but uh, the main cake is a decorative one. Um, I thought it would be interesting, based on your decoration choices, if it was black with uh, purple accents and bits of that indigo blue and uh, little bits of white here and there to sort of pop. That sounds great. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's different from many cakes I've ever made. Uh, Normally I don't do black, but it's quite nice. I might have to, if I ever get married, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> there we go. Here's hoping. Yes. I'll just have to find someone who doesn't look at this and think, nightmare. Aww. But it's alright. I have a permanent smile on my face. It's a bit <laughs> off-putting. Um, but again, both you and your mother... Thank you for the chance you gave me, and thank you, even though I know you don't remember much of it, thank you for being a little bright spot in my life when you were small. I'm gonna give him a little peck on the cheek. If he could turn red, <laughs> but he, he hugs redder. you, yeah. and you, you feel how like feline and thin he is, but it's actually a very warm hug. Um, and he sort of pats your back before he pulls back and says, Well, um, you should probably go help your fiancé not be uh, overwhelmed in the kitchen. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I'm sure it is. Just like everything else. Yes. Mind the kobolds. They get underfoot. And oh. he, <laughs> he, he steeples his fingers and walks off again. <laughs> oh. I guess I'll go join them. Mm -hmm. Uh, as you walk through the portal, um, Kit and Silas have had a moment to take this in, but let me switch the map. Because I built everything. Um, boop -a -doop -a -doo. Oh god, where's the button? Here we go. Kitchen! Kitchen. Kitchen. Yes. 
Oh, there's so many knives. <laughs> yeah. That's the last task to avoid. Why is there a knives. skull? What? Oh, don't worry about there's that. A skull. What? Whoa! <laughs> I'm worried. There's only one. I'm worried. That's it was just why a... it's concerning. <laughs> it was just a table. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's like all the other tables are like cooking tables. Then there's one table that's very obviously necromancy, and you're just like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it might be. Great. There's also that chicken looks burnt. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you guys me. pop up next to the uh, the large casks. Um, <clears throat> there are tons and tons of kobolds in here as well. Um, see if I can. Sorry, this isn't centered so on my knives. screen. Uh, roll twenty sucks at this. Yeah, but um, yeah, you guys appear and you see all these little kobolds uh, in the similar robes. You see like little work tables set up everywhere. Um, you see several rows of ovens that are actually further off to the left, uh, and then these big like fire pits uh, toward the top. And standing out among all of the little kobolds is another of what these, uh, Arnolf called them canatars. Uh, this one looks like a Shiba Inu. Um, <laughs> he's, he's got like the, the dog body with the, uh, the four paws. And then he's got like a humanish torso, but still dog enough that it's like cute and not creepy. And then of course the Shiba head. Um, he's wearing... Uh, he doesn't have the armor. This is just the Shiba samurai that I really liked. Um, he's wearing a sort of simple, like, chef's coat uh, in red. And uh, he's got uh, a little a little chef's hat on top of his head. It's adorable. Um, he's a little pudgy, so he looks almost corgi-like. Um, but yeah, he's pretty cute. He's big as well. Like, Kanatars are big creatures. <laughs> Um, but he's standing in the middle of this cooking area. He's got a ladle in one hand and like, uh, like a little platter full of, uh, just stuff he's like testing as the kobolds come by and like give him stuff. He tests it and is like, yes, this is good enough. Um, but, uh, with like a couple like toothpicks and forks sitting on it. Oh, is he um, like Gordon Ramsay? Just like. Kind of, yeah. Not. Shit. <laughs> not not quite as like in your face. This is shit. You're donkey. Um, <laughs> it's not quite that bad, but it's like uh, too much salt. Fix it, please. Mm. Kind of like short with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But most of these kobolds seem to be doing a pretty good job. There's a couple that look like total klutzes that are on prep instead of cooking, um, and he's watching them very closely. Uh, but as you guys flash into the room, um, all the kobolds turn and see Clive, and they're just like, hi, hi, hi! Um, <laughs> and Clive just waves, and uh, the uh, Shiva chef, Chef Zuka, uh, turns and looks at all of you. He does! He kind of does! He, like, taps his ladle against the, the plate and hands it to a kobold who comes up to him, and he strides up to you guys in this handsome chef's coat. You see this, um... This black sort of like, uh, it, 
in the way it's used, it almost looks like a saddle blanket, like laying across his back, but it has all these pockets on the either side. Um, and then there's like little hand towels, like tucked into little little hoops here and there on a belt. Um, but he walks up to you, just strides up with the swagger. And he's like, welcome to my kitchen. How can I be helping you? I'm, we're getting married. And we Miss were Vanille. to come here. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and he just like sticks out a hand. You see his little dog paw pads, but he does have like fingers and thumb. Oh, um, shake. Shakes your hand. It's very fluffy. Fluffy oh. handshake. <laughs> um, he's like, good. And he, he does do the thing. Um, and several kobolds like run forward like with little plates. And you can see he's set up just with military precision. Just the whole process for you. Kitten, uh, kitten, fucking Silas, I almost said Alistair. Um, uh, no. Kitten Silas have already seen like what's on offer, but you haven't gotten a chance to pick because Zuka was like, no, the lady must pick. Just her wedding. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, all these little cobbles come out with little platters. <laughs> My God, <laughs> it is her wedding. Oh. <laughs> Everyone is like every funny German character from a Muppets movie ever, and Thank I love you. it. Oh my god! Thank you. I've tried my best. Um, he was not meant to be German. I've tried to figure out a Korean accent, but I just couldn't do it. Not without sounding horribly racist. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we're just not going to do that. Um, yeah. German's fine. His his her wedding. Um, this guy's based off of the fucking. The guys from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang get, that get thrown out. Oh of the my god! And fucking fucking Baron Bomb Bomber whatever. Bombers. Yes. Oh uh, my god! They're like, lovely weather we are having for the time of the year. <laughs> Indubitably, Basil. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do when we are in England? We act like English people. <laughs> I cannot swim! Then start drowning! Oh, yes, sorry. Anyway, yes. Zuka is... You need this... to watch it. It's such a good I movie. Do. Oh, God, it's so funny. I've seen, like, little bits, but... It's uh, so... The child catcher good. is terrifying. Oh, my God. That's uh, just, like... Uh, somebody must have had, I don't know, bad experiences or something when they were a kid. Well, and then... Anyway, um, but yes, uh, all these little kobolds come forward with platters with, like, basically the start of the meal. Like, you can pick any combination of stuff you want served. Um, and Zuka steps up to the line. He says, uh, we have a few options. Uh, we can either have, you know, specific uh, meals available or we can uh, make a, a uh, what is it called? A buffet style. Uh, anything you like. Um, <laughs> just very just huh! like, <laughs> a lot of hand motions like having another wedding and I'm like oh no um, pick whatever you like if you have a specific uh, at Lauren I suppose uh, culture if you if you like uh, Lokmeni uh, Thurgrian anything you like say the word I will make it I turn to Kit I'm like you gave those you gave the goose egg rolls, right? I think I had those when we were yeah. in with a pond pine. Uh, those are good. Those are lock many. Yeah, let's do that. Egg rolls and uh, just ooh, egg rolls. 
crab rangoons. Those were good too. Or as they call Marin, them in all the restaurants around here, crab cheese. Crab cheese. Marin, as you're saying this, you realize Zuka is leaning over your shoulder listening. Oh. With, whoa. like, wide eyes. Oh, God, he's so intense. <laughs> he really uh, is. I just kind of look at him and like, are you familiar with Lakmini food? Yes. How about that? That was really good. Is this what you want? Yeah. Throw it all away! And he just like raises uh, no, his hand. Oh no! If it, if it, no, no, if it, I don't want says, no, 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 it's all right. We'll feed it to the plants and the dogs. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> throw it all away. Start again. Uh, Lock many. Um, Cascus Val, Madding. And they're all just like, and they just run away. <laughs> no, I feel really bad now. And he's like, no, this is, this is about the art of the food. Okay. The dinner must be perfect. Okay. The servants will eat it, don't worry. Okay, as long as they get fed. Yes. Okay. What do you think they eat other than what is rejected? Just... Yeah. And Clive speaks up. He's like, they, they don't eat trash. Don't, don't worry. Okay, alright. <laughs> they, they just eat the extra. It... I kind of lean down to Clive and I'm like... Blink once for yes and twice for no if you're, like, in a slave situation here, because I've been what? known no, to deal with no, slavers. No, 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 Chef Suka is just... He's... He's kind of caught up in himself. What are you pointing at? Can you hear the geese? I can hear something, yeah. The goose! The geese, the goose the is geese. coming and he brought his family! <laughs> the Yay! goose is going to the wedding! <laughs> Yay, Ted! <laughs> <laughs> um, um... Yeah, he says, no, no, Chef Zuka is just, he likes to experiment a lot, so we have a lot of extra food, and that's what we kind of eat all the time. It's totally okay. Okay, just let he's, me know. He's just weird. Okay, just let me know, though, if you're in No, like... it's okay, he's actually really nice when you get him out of the kitchen. Okay, okay, just remember, just, just catch me, catch me at the reception if you're, you know... <laughs> It's okay. Catch me outside. Yeah. <laughs> and Chef Zuka is staring at you wide-eyed. Okay. <laughs> Just like so waiting. <laughs> Do you have uh, something to say, Miss Vanier? No, no. <laughs> I'm good. I am very great. open to criticism. Please share yeah, it. No, I'm... You're doing great. You're Please doing leave a show. comment card. Okay. I'll do that. I love really, Zuka. I'm scared. <laughs> if it weren't for the intensity in his voice, he'd actually be very friendly. I'm sure. <laughs> if you have any requests or suggestions, please share them with HR. We are uh, here to serve. We are here to serve you. <laughs> I'm going to blow up my microphone. It's oh my God. So your accent stays pretty German, but that once in a while you become Lumiere, and it's kind of hilarious. And all I can I, hear I is like "VR guest." I totter between French and German. German and French is very hard to differentiate. Well, considering how so. closely German influences French and vice versa, yeah. yes, they're literally neighbors. Right. Um, but uh, instead of "We are here for the dinner," it is "We are, we are here for the dinner." It just, you lose the V's, basically. Um, that is not a generalization of, wow. I was just about to say, that was not a generalization of French people, but... I'll make a generalization of French people. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> baguette. 
you just say not very French words. Yeah. It's like, ah. Oh, French bread. Yes. <laughs> ah, French bread. Ah. <laughs> um, but yes, as he turns and is like directing his kobolds and like uh-huh. rattling off like all of these Fish. different dishes, he's like, you start the foe. Uh, you, uh, and he's just, like, rattling off, like, aggros, and just all kinds of shit, and, um, eventually, you actually notice there's other shit moving in this room. Much like the wardrobe, it appears that some things are alive, uh, including tables that walk on their own. Uh-huh. Oh, so this is the Beauty and the Beast castle. It is I the Beauty and the Beast was. castle. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I said it is Beauty and the Beast inspired. Uh, it is, yes. Um, but, um, you see some of the, the kobolds, like, you see them, like, open up these books to, like, learn recipes super fast, and just, just like, flipping through and just, like, figuring out how to do everything, and they're learning really fast. I've learned fast how to make easily. Chinese food? That's fucking complicated as shit. Yeah. That's, like, a six-page recipe. They can yeah. do it. Um... These guys are professionals. Um, but as they're going along, um, both of you make a perception check. Oh, God. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like how in this episode, anytime we're asked to roll a dice, we're like, oh, God. 22. 14. Okay. Um, you both will notice that at one of the little prep tables where the sort of klutzy kobolds are currently, or like new hires are currently working... Um, you see one of the kobolds definitely not working on anything Lachmany. He seems to be, like, working on breakfast food? And it just doesn't make any sense what he's up to. And you see him, like, with this little wand that helps him, like, work dough. And, like, um, he's, like, slicing apart big, like, chunks of bacon into strips. And you see Zuka notice this. And he's like, what are you doing?! This is not block many food! And he walks over and the kobold like jumps and he drops his wand. You watch the wand spark. And next to him, he just made a waffle. <gasps> I know what this is! I know you know what, is what this it? is! Oh no! <laughs> the spark of magic hits this freshly made waffle and it begins to grow. And grow, oh, no. No, and, no, grow no. and grow and oh, grow and no. the sort of like side of it splits and you see teeth grow out of it and it like sprouts these weird doughy legs until it's like 10 by 10 gigantic fucking waffle that just screeches at the top of its weird lungs it's the roll initiative waffle. oh my god <laughs> I literally did not think we were going to fight in this episode. I knew you were. I just had to figure out what it was going to be. It's the dire waffle. It's the dire waffle. Oh, boy. Hold on. I need to actually grab the dire waffle from my desktop. Boop. We're fighting a sentient waffle. Oh, perfect. What a beautiful image of that waffle. (laughs) It's... I couldn't find anything (laughs) good. All it screams is Lego. Oh my god. Yeah, Lego! It, it really is. It's just like... It's like clip art. <laughs> it's it like it's, really bad clip art, it's yeah. It's really bad clip art, but I think it suits the occasion. Please give it a yeah. name. So it doesn't look as bad. <laughs> Dire Waffle. Perfect. 
He would have appeared... Bony protrusions dripping with maple syrup. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. Um, okay. So, yeah, so you guys see this gigantic waffle grow, and all the kobolds just start screeching and screaming and fleeing. Um, you see the one oh that God. made it is, like, backed against the wall, and he's just like... Ah, ah, ah. Uh, and Zuka, from oh next, to, from where he's been standing next to you guys, he just reaches back and brandishes a gigantic chef's knife. He's like... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm having like flashbacks to Power Rangers where she's just like, ah! After 10,000 years, I'm free! Like, <laughs> throwing the staff, like, make my monster grow! Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had this episode on Power Rangers. Initiative. This is uh, the weirdest 13. one I've ever had. Yep. Uh, 15. I'm not gonna roll for all the kobolds, they can't fight. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, and I I don't have a fifth level spell that's gone. Okay. Or fourth level, I should say. <laughs> Waffle, Marin, Kit, <laughs> Zuka. Um, Zuka is actually mildly based off of the king from The King and I. Just very yes. fucking Yes! Oh, nice. oh, I love it. Yes. The king of Siam. Um, uh, what is that song that... Oh, Shall We Dance. Shall We Dance, On yes. a bright cloud of music, shall we fly? Shall we dance? You show me how to dance. Uh, I... God, I'm not a Gershwin person, but that... Or is that Rodgers and Hammerstein? I don't know, but I, I only recently actually yeah. saw anything from it, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. The original is pretty it. good, like, not gonna lie. I was yeah. in it in high school. That was only vaguely racist. Uh, anyway. It's very racist, <laughs> yes. But it I is. also... There's... Well, I was it's got talking some beautiful about, music like, in it. It does. I was talking more about... I mean, the musical itself, yes, but also I was, like, one of 85 white people in that show. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, no Asian people. It is kind of racist anyway, but, like, there's something so charming about the March of the Siamese Children. Mm. I love that scene, and I'm like, I shouldn't love this scene. It's so good. Like, each of the kids has their own personality. Yeah. Oh, I love them. Um, the little girl that, like, tries to hug her dad, and he's like, oh, no, and she backs off, and he gives her Aww. a smile. It's so cute. And the little one who, like, walks up and tugs on his pants so he sees her bow. It's so cute. Uh. Rogers and Hammerstein love to have a fuck ton of kids in their stuff. Yep. Okay, then. The Von Trapp family. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, uh -huh. But yeah. Uh, first off is the waffle. Oh, my God. Um, which... The dire waffle. The dire waffle. Uh, which... <laughs> promptly consumes the little kobold who made it. You just see this gigantic toothy maw oh. open up and just... Just on this kobold just swallows him. And now the waffle has a lump in the middle of it. You can disown oh. your... Oh, no. Now we know this is a furcon. Because there's vor. <laughs> now breakfast con uh, one, oh my god and he turns to start making his way towards some other kobolds doesn't seem to care about you guys yet but it's okay. just this weird crispy golden mass 
also, if nobody knows, I don't know if I've actually said this outside of us, the Dire Waffle came to exist because I misspelled Dire Wolf. <laughs> uh, and suddenly, one of my previous campaigns, the campaign that caused the calamity, got named the Dire Waffle campaign. Mm. So, uh, it's got a lot of history. <laughs> um, but next up is going to be Menon. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pull Ace of Spades out. Don't oh. shoot the kobold. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a big, big creature. You can okay. probably avoid the spot where the kobold is. Okay, I'm gonna move. Unless he eats, like, a lot more of them. Yeah. No, there's... In Mother some... Russia, breakfast eats you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Oh, shit. Ooh. Do what you're gonna do. Six seconds. Okay. I think I'm gonna use... No, I'm not going to. I'm just gonna shoot at it. Um, just normal shoot. Normal shoot. Normal shoot. Normal uh, shooting. God damn! I should ah, hope that star. hits. Ah, uh, This is a twenty-six. This is a gold member reference. What? Mm -hmm. It was a twenty-six. That'll definitely hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shifts. Oh, oh my god. Shifts. Ah, uh, that's 15 points of damage. Okay. You take a, a, a crispy chunk out of the edge of it, and it just flies crispy across the floor. Chunk. Chunk. Crispy. <laughs> chunk. It's the only setting in which you can say that phrase. You take a crispy chunk a crispy out of my spell slot. brown And it's a chunk. little damp. It's a little damp. It's, <laughs> it's from the steam. Anyway. I'm out of slots. Uh, I think that'll do it for me. <laughs> That's all? I don't know. You know you're a fighter, right? Alright, fine. Yeah, I'll I'll do my extra attack then. Okay. So I'll shoot at it again. Why would you not? I don't know. I don't want to, like... I don't want this to be over. It's a waffle! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a... That's gonna be Sounds kind of like Gollum. What? <laughs> That's a 27. Yes. I can't believe I'm rolling so fucking well on this. Against a waffle. Fucking thing. Against a waffle. Uh, that one's not as good. That one is six points of damage. Six? Yeah. Then that'll be- I can't do the golem voice. That's precious. Yeah, I can't. No. It's just kind of the stitch voice. The only thing I can do is the Cave of Wonders. That's like, that's it. Oh, I can't do that. It's literally, I'm not even using my vocal cords yes. at this point. It's just like, it's just all um, that weird flap in there. <laughs> I can kind of do Gollum. I have to do like the cough first. The um, and I can't do it loud though. I, I don't, I'm not an Andy Circus, but House party. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> We're not gonna show, get into that. Show me boobies. <laughs> show me boobies. <laughs> oh my god. If you haven't watched that, Ben, it's so funny. I've seen funny. some of it. Yes. 
God. That's all for me. Shit, me <laughs> I'm getting better at it. Okay. Anyway, um, where? Um, what else are you doing? Uh, that's it. I'm all right. Done. Twitch. I did not say what you think I just said. What Don't movie? worry about it. Um. <laughs> all right. Kit. 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 Um. Hmm. Man, I've got two choices, and I just I need to look at one more real quick. You were okay. Uh, this is new, and I wasn't sure if I want to do an area of effect or not. So I just want to see the damage. Okay, okay. So I am going to dash forward past Silas, straight up to the dire waffle. I'm gonna bonus action take a shumac leaf out of my out of my bag and like flick it to the side and there is a giant flame sword in my hand as I cast flame blade. And okay. that's my bonus action. And then I'm going to take a swipe at it with my flame blade. All right. Which is a spell attack roll, which is kind of cool. I'm going to put on some really epic battle music. <laughs> I'm going to burn the shit out of this dire waffle. 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, so that's 3d6 fire damage. Just for breakfast. Oh, that's not a ton. Eight fire damage. Eight fire damage. Alright. And that is the end of my turn. Next up. Oh. oh, okay. What? <laughs> no, I was looking at the wrong spell. Go ahead. Next up is Silas. Uh, he... Not to hide behind Marin, um, but he does step behind you, and you feel him put a hand on your shoulder um, as you still have the Ace of Spades extended as it's sort of tilted up after the kickback and the barrel is smoking. You see his own pistol similar in design to the Ace of Spades, a little bit longer barrels. Um, his only has five barrels. Um, he extends it next to your arm, and he fires as well. Um, I just have this really cool image in my head of like a, like a super spy couple just firing guns at oh, the yeah. same time. Um, That's great. That's a sexy. <laughs> Probably would be more sexy if I didn't say pew pew. <laughs> pew pew! And he's like, uh, boom. <laughs> uh, boom. And that'll hit. Uh, do. Damage. Okay. Um. This was epic. Uh, do. Do. Silence over here. Yeah. Oh, my playlist stopped playing. Oh, turn it back um, on. Yeah, lo fi. Um, as his bonus action, because I didn't think to do it first, he's going to hex. He's going to hex yes. the waffle, which is an amazing yes. sentence. This is not where I thought this was going. <laughs> I knew this was where this was going. 
Alright, uh, next up is... Zuka! Oh boy, this is gonna be fun. This, this, uh, this music definitely suits him. Needs to quiet down just a little bit. Okay. So next up, and I'll bring the map back up for people to see. Um, Zuka charges in next to Kit, just brandishing this huge fucking cleaver. And he's just like, ah! It just brings it down in a huge slash. He's a barbarian, P.S. Uh, he rages. Uh, and he just starts swiping at it with this huge-ass knife. Um, let's see here. Oh my god. Hit. Hit. That counts as technically a short sword. Okay. Oops, there we go. Um, he's going to take off just a good just a good fucking chunk of the side of it, just splitting it open. Um, and you see just maple syrup begin to drain and oh loose on the floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and you can actually see, like, he's beginning to open it up a little bit to where the little kobold is stuck inside, but the waffle is still going. Um, what a fucking ridiculous idea, Taylor. Um, I love it. I do, too. It's all right. just not what I thought was going to It's the waffle's <laughs> turn. Ah! Um, it's as it screeches just <laughs> in pain from this horrible, sorry, um, from this horrible <laughs> wound it's just taken. I'm really into this if you can't yes. tell. Yes, yeah. Mercer. Uh, <laughs> I can't quite, <laughs> um, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, it's uh, as Kit and Zuka are the closest threats, um, it's going to use its multi-attack and use its use its crispy edged claws to just claw at you like a bear. Perfect. This is so stupid. <laughs> uh Kit, will an 18 hit you? Yes. Okay. That's going to be uh that's gonna be ten slashing damage and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. No, I'm sorry. You poison? Uh, <laughs> not a constitution. What's the one used for fear? Oh. Wisdom? Uh, Wisdom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um. Wisdom saving. 14. You feel this sudden wave of just primal fear come over you and threaten to take hold as you're like. It's just a fucking waffle. Oh my god, it's a living waffle. And you are terrified. You know why? This. It's what? because it's processed. And it's gluten. And it's gluten. <laughs> no. Yes. You're just like, no, no, no. <laughs> as it just lays into you and it oh gets god. Zuka as well. Uh, I am a feared. Zuka. This is really fucking stupid. I knew this was gonna happen. Zuka is has resistance to fear against food. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh boy. He'll eat fugu. Just try it. Um, it's a... Yeah. Fugu. Um, but he's he's okay. Fugu. <laughs> Fine white hogs. 
Oh, never mind. Oh um, no, I was thinking Charlie the Unicorn, but that's I fine. was going Liam. <laughs> oh. Two animals. Um. <laughs> this side. Hold on, I'm gonna switch my headphones out really fast. Okay. Okay. Two animals. Magically, Oberodon. Charlie. <laughs> You're the Banana King. <laughs> that was going to be the Choo Choo. That was going to be Clive's voice. Not quite. Oh my God, I could not. Hi, Miss Veneer. How can I help you? Oh no! You? See, that would have been big old nopeskis. You been like that is not cute. That is not cute. No, it's creepy. <laughs> What flowers would you like for your wedding? <laughs> That's actually the spider's voice. <laughs> oh uh, god, no, no, she's like, she's awesome. Do you remember in Harris's campaign that I summoned a gelatinous cube to kill that giant spider lady? Was that, was that when you played the Triton? Yeah, that was the one where you windmilled through and you oh, almost yeah! you almost got cut to death by her like yeah! steel razor wire. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad idea. Oh god, it was okay. funny. Okay. Let's continue. And Alright, after headphone switch. Anyway, yep. um where are we at? Uh, uh I am afeard the, the waffle. waffle just went. Yes. Marin. Uh well now everybody's in the way. So You can um, you can fire past allies. Okay. I'll fire in my past then. Um, I guess I'll just hit him again with the two shots <clears throat> of the pepper box. Probably have to change out ammunition if this thing won't go down at some point. But... Oh, and I can only do it five times without using the Eldritch Barrel. Correct. Reloading. Okay. Once the well, Eldritch Barrel is expent, you can fire normal bullets out of it. Okay. Well, alright. Expent? Expended. Yes. That's fine. Knew is what you the, meant. It actually makes sense. Is the kobold still, like, eaten in there? Have they yep. cut him out? He's still oh. stuck in there. Mm. <laughs> it's so delicious in here! <laughs> God. Wow. <laughs> You're welcome Jesus. for that gem. All right. If I, <laughs> uh, if I want to, what am I doing with at... my life? Oh. <laughs> what are we all doing with our having lives? fun? God damn it! Yeah, I can't. I can't shoot him with the Eldritch Barrel because then the kobold will get fried. So I guess I'll just care? keep shooting. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had, I had a Ben. I had a Ben. Um, <laughs> Alright, I'll shoot at him again normally. So I guess this'll be my... Four, yeah, two and three. Or no, not two and three. God, three and it's four. late. Yeah, three it's and okay. four. Five and six. Shut up. Uh, that is 27. That fucking hit. And, oh, that one's not as good. Uh, how do I math? 17. That'll also hit. Okay. Beautiful mind equations. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly lethal! Oh. Uh, the first one does eight points of damage, and then the next one does nine points of damage. How do you want to do? Ah! Oh, that was fast. Um, 
I guess it's I'll... It's so How many HP did you think it had? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought it'd be at least a CR 15. 15. Yeah. Um, no, twas, twas a breakfast pastry. Yeah. I guess I'll shoot him, like, right in his, his mouth. And okay. Just, yeah. Shoot him um, right in the mouth. In right the in the mouth. mouth. Um, yeah, you wait for a moment where Zuka's kind of off to the side, ready to just go, ah! with his <laughs> knife again. Um, and you take two shots right there. Uh, as the dire waffle is getting ready ready to bite out at... <laughs> God damn it, I just realized I said dire waffle again. Um, <laughs> as it's getting ready to bite at Kit. And you find a moment where you can actually see the little kobold inside, and you're like, okay, aim slightly above. Yeah. Um, and the first shot, like, rips a chunk out of the sort of top layer of the waffle. And as it, like, yeah! screeches and rears back, sorry, <laughs> um, you take the chance to, as you can kind of see, like, the upper part of its jaw, you're like, does it have a brain? I don't fucking know. And you just fire again and blow out the whole top of, like, the front section as it just, like, staggers on two feet and just falls on the floor in a syrupy mess. And in its last moment alive, it just goes, hook, and just barfs up the little kobold who is just drenched in digestive fluids and maple syrup. Oh, God. And shivering, just like, Oh, no. <laughs> um, Hashtag not my kink. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know, that was pretty sexy. Um, <laughs> he just has no way that kobold is changed forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, as the dire waffle, the pieces just kind of deflate. Uh, Shevzuka steps up, he like holsters his knife and reaches down to grab the... Yeah, he has a holster for Does it. Does he spin it, too, like, around his finger? And then... It's a little too big to, like, do a proper spin. I imagine he flips it and catches it and, like, holsters it. It's like, like a da, 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 da. Um, yeah. <laughs> he walks up and grabs the kobold by the back of his collar and says, What were you doing? And <laughs> the little kobold's just like... He's <sighs> like, Why were you making the wrong food? No, he's just like, we don't have to. I was practicing. We don't have to be. It's fine. Mistakes were made, but they're corrected. It's fine. It's and fine. Zuka, still holding him by the like by the the scruff of his robe, turns and looks at you with just the wide eyes, and he's like, <sighs> fine. And he drops him on the floor. Um, <laughs> and the little kobold runs off to go get cleaned up. Some of his fellows uh, go with him. All the other kobolds who are hiding behind, like, uh, counters and cupboards just, like, slowly poke their heads out. And Zuka's just like, you're cowards! Back to work! Anyway, Miss Venia, mm. what would you like? At this point, just fucking anything is fine. You said lock many food. Do you have yes. a specific way you would like them to be served, or would you prefer a buffet? I'm buffet's great. It will be done. Okay. <laughs> I can't do this guy with a straight face for very long. <laughs> I turn to Silas and I'm like, can we fucking leave? 
leave now. Yes, yes, absolutely. And Zuko is like, very well! Get out of my kitchen! Alright! Walks away toward the stoves. Uh, Clive, who's been standing there watching this, just wide-eyed, just like, that wasn't supposed to happen. Um, follow me. Uh, he just walks back through a portal with you guys. Huh. Are all weddings this weird? No. Yeah. We're special. I've been to apparently. a lot, so yeah. Um, I haven't been to a lot of them, so I didn't know if rampaging waffles were was a thing or not. <laughs> um, no. In my experience, they're all very, very boring. Yeah, great. So at least we'll be fun. I guess. I don't think that thing's invited, though. No. Well, especially since I. Yes. Good shooting. Thank you. It was hard to miss, but still. I mean, it was huge. Oh, Whoa. yes. I almost get the whole room with that spell. <clears throat> Sorry. I mean, I just oh, did you figure? I just put in 150 foot yeah, around it, me. It turned oh, green. Get rid of it. <laughs> I am. I'm trying. <laughs> there we go. So, you guys arrive back in the hall. Uh, the three portals that you've used so far disappear. Um, oh. The hall is still as you left it, with all of its decorations. And uh, some kobolds are still running around putting the last things in place. Um, you see Rhoda, uh, the apparent guard captain, uh, waiting there for you. And Lord Arnolf standing there with his hunched posture and steepled fingers, just... So, yeah. how did you like your tour of my home? It was great. It's very it's, dangerous. Yeah, there's a lot of oh, stuff it's here not that dangerous. We did just kill a big breakfast pastry. Uh, when did I get one of those? Like 10 minutes ago. Hmm. I will have to speak with the chef. Interesting. Uh, don't, don't. He he kind of already get, like it's... yelled at the kid. But... but wouldn't it be fun to have uh, pancakes that deliver themselves? Yeah, but not pancakes who eat the kobolds. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> yes, I may have many of them, but none of them are expendable. Well, that's. That um, and you that's... hear Clive go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Clive, is there anything else I need to look into? Anything I need to change last minute? And Clive shakes his head. He says, no, sir. I've got it all figured out. Um, I just need to arrange a couple more things on my end, and we should be all ready. Um, and he looks to Rhoda, and she says, and I believe I have everything I need. Um, Miss Veneer, is there... <laughs> Accents! <laughs> I've played Man. so many characters today. <laughs> I do declare, Miss Veneer, is there anything else you would like to see? Anything you would like to have? Any uh, any do's and don'ts? Uh, we won't interfere with the ceremony whatsoever. In fact, uh, we won't even be there if you'd rather not have such strange guests. I mean, uh, it's fine. You can come. I, everybody else is going to be there, so <laughs> why not? <laughs> um... But yes, if there's any last-minute arrangements or, uh, do let me know. 
I just want to sit down and have a glass of water or something. That is very fair. I feel that way at the end of every day of this place. Yeah. And you see Arnulf go, what? And she says, don't worry, dear. Um, <laughs> and she points to the portal behind them and says, Clive will escort you back and um, everything will be ready for this evening. Uh, we will properly announce ourselves when we come to get everyone. We'll have a portal similar to this, much, much bigger. Um, and everyone will be allowed into the hall for as long as they like. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you. All of you, again. Yeah. And she nods and um, Arnulf steps up to you and says, Is there one last question I had for you? Okay. And he motions to Silas as well, says, Do you two have rings yet? And Silas Silas. says, Yes, I do. And Arnold says, Never mind. Oh, wait, I do have a... Well, I have an engagement ring, I don't have a... You have an engagement ring, but you guys don't have wedding rings. Right. Uh, And Arnold looks at him and says, "Uh, You have one for him? Do you have one for him? And Silas says, "It's, It's taken care of. I trust you. You always do, and um, I've never let you down. So far. And Arnolf kind of chuckles. <laughs> He's like, well, well, go on, go on. Enjoy your free time. Um, tell your friends, uh, this Phelan caravan, that we've taken care of everything, and uh, anything that they've already set up, we will be happy to add. Oh god, I'm gonna feel so bad telling Quinn that all the hard work is nothing now. Do you need me to talk to him? Well, no, he won't get mad. I'm just gonna feel bad. Well, the hard work is not for nothing. We will also use this. This is an indoor part of the venue, but I'm sure there are people who want to be outside as well. We will use your caravan place for that. Uh, That way, people can wander freely. There will be many, many people. We need all the space we can get. Okay. Sure, yeah, go for it. And he steps out of your way and says, Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we will see you for the ceremony. Okay. And I leave. Yeah, Silas just takes your (laughs) hand. He's like, okay. (laughs) And Lord Arnolf looks at Kit. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I already peaced out. I'm gone. Oh. Bye. <clears throat> so, after that romp. Oh god. Just gonna just gonna minimize that shit. All right. No more epic music. Just chill music now. <laughs> yay. Uh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking stupid. Oh my god. Um, I never thought. When playing D&D, I always list off, like, I love exploring the deep emotions and stories and everything. I also really just love fighting breakfast food. I have to add that to the list now. Yep. I've literally been sitting on that idea for six fucking years. (laughs) 
And I was like, this is the perfect time because everything's kind of grim all goofy. and yeah. dark and something fun needs to happen. Let's Definitely, stick a waffle I on. mean, we did have like five straight episodes of just heavy bullshit. Yes. So like, yeah. I and we think started this one off with some heavy shit too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yes. So you guys make your way back through and you reappear in exactly the spots you were before, as if no time had passed. <laughs> Everything oh, is exactly... We actually went to Narnia. As you left it. Great. Wow. Cool. Yes. Beauty and the Beast, Narnia, fucking uh, Alice in Wonderland, all inspirations. <laughs> but yeah, as you guys like blink and realize you're back... Um, Quinn walks up to you guys. He's like, uh, Marin, um, I need oh. your opinion on something. Okay, things. hey, Quinn, uh, yeah. so, we just had the weirdest experience ever. Uh, we're not on drugs, we, we checked. <laughs> we checked. We you? slapped each other a couple times. Uh, some guy from my childhood showed up and was like, oh, let me prepare your wedding for you. This is sounding really like we're on a bunch of drugs, but I promise we're not. I, um, I know what drugs sound like. This isn't drugs. Yeah, okay, good. He's not southern, goddammit. He's a fucking <laughs> midwestern. <laughs> slash Californian. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, there will be an outdoor portion, I guess. I don't know. There... That guy said he was gonna come talk to you, but uh, uh yeah. And then you hear, uh, you are Quinn, okay. <laughs> and you see Arnolf, not the Oni tiefling, but the red tiefling that you remember, uh, standing just beyond you guys, still kind of hunched, finger steepled, shorter. He says, "Hello, uh, I need to speak with you, I think," and uh. Uh, Quinn is just like, oh, uh, sure, uh, okay, uh, one second, I'll be back. And he walks up to Arnolf, and you, you hear, uh, Arnolf start to explain, like, uh, she's a wonder, she was this wonderful little girl, and I wanted to pay, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, um, he explains the whole wedding thing, and how he still intends to use all their work, um, for, like, an outdoor area. And you see Quinn kind of smile as he's listening. Partly like, oh, hey, less work for me. And also partly like, this is a fucking trip. Uh, <laughs> and uh, at the end, Quinn's like, okay. Yeah, that, that sounds nice. That sounds great. And he's like, I'll, uh, I'll go let Jace know and um, we'll... He turns and looks at you, Marin, and says, Do you want to have the actual ceremony still outside, or do you want to do it in that, that hall thing? Uh, I mean, Kit took a lot of time. Okay. <laughs> no, no problem. Like, everything's still going to be here when we come I back. I mean, so. I could cast it again. No, 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 no we'll no, do no, it. It's, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Just a lot of stuff happening at the same time. Just trying to figure out what we're gonna do. It really um, is. But uh, he he's just sort of waves it off like it's it's no big deal at all. 
and he goes off to find Jace. Um, Jace doesn't seem too bothered either, um, considering your guys are still using their stuff. Um, but therefore, it is still morning, um, and uh, you guys were in the middle of breakfast, uh, which now looks significantly less appetizing. Uh, I am. I'm going to wherever we're sleeping and I'm taking a nap. Good idea. I will say, um, as you guys are up super early, um, you guys can get naps and chill and get some different food and just chillax. Yeah. Uh, the wedding is set. The actual ceremony uh, is up to you. When abouts do you want it to be? Uh, do you I want mean... to be one of those... One of those before noon weddings, or no, you gotta do it like midday, where everybody's like, you know, kind of already like you don't want to feed them lunch, but you want to like have it like give it enough time for dinner and everything. Yeah, Yeah, I always thought it was stupid to have weddings early in the day. Yeah, because then you do a lot of waiting for the rest of the day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've had it before where there was, like, a long-ass time in between, like, mm-hmm. the ceremony, and, and it's just, like... Like, all the ceremonies at 11 a.m. and the receptions at 7 p.m. Yeah, And like, by the way, it's in Florida. Do? Yeah. It's like, what am I gonna do for six hours or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. like, stuff? It's not long enough to go home and chill out, but it's mm-hmm. just long enough to just be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'll go I sleep usually in my find, car. Like, I usually find like a mall or something. And just yeah, isn't that yeah that you find like stores to window shop yeah. in, and yeah. by the time you're like, I'm really tired and need a nap, you only have an hour left. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, we gotta go and socialize. I hate those people. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is why you always say you're busy during the ceremony, but you can make it to the reception. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, no, I just gave away all my secrets. So, <laughs> I do that too. Um, yeah. Not that I get invited to a whole lot of weddings, but... I don't anymore, but... Thank God. Yeah, I'm glad it's slowing down. (laughs) I don't have enough friends... And nobody ever throws a divorce party, so... (laughs) That's stupid. There should be divorce parties. There should. I should have thrown a divorce party. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, fuck that bitch! (laughs) Uh, But anyway... Maybe I'll throw one next year. Yeah, Yeah. do it. This is my my three-year divorce party. Uh, but yeah, you guys chill around for the rest of the day. You managed to get rested up pretty well and kind of chill after all that shit just happened. Um, everything is pretty much taken care of for you guys. You see a lot of little kobolds running around, like, adding to the decor. Um, and just kind of making making the outside match the hall a little bit more. Um... But it's just, it's pretty smooth now that Arnulf has kind of been like, I'm taking over! <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, he's a good wedding planner. Or at least Rhoda is a good wedding planner. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys are left pretty much alone until it's time to actually get ready. I'm assuming the ceremony is like 3pm, that way it's still light out as you guys... Uh, going to have dinner, but it's late enough to actually start dancing and drinking by the time yeah. you get to it. Because mm-hmm. dancing and drinking is the only reason you of go course. to a wedding. Um, of course. And the free food. Yep. Uh, so you are whisked away by Clive uh, to get ready. Um, he has made a couple minor alterations to your dress just to make the like hem 
a little a little finer like a little like brocade pattern to match Silas's vest along the edges. Uh, nothing like super fancy, but just like little details. Um, and you see he brings you this beautiful compact uh, lavender goldenrod and daisy bouquet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has these little uh, sort of to match with some of the theming. It also has these little black flowers put into it as well that you have no idea what they are. Um, but they look almost like um, they almost look like calla lilies but very small and like solid black. Oh, they're calla lilies. Yeah, very similar. They make but those. They're, they're not from Atlaren. Mm. They're, they're a little alien. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, he brings you that, and it's it's just this gorgeous little piece that he's put together for you, and uh, he smiles up at you after you've got all your stuff on and gotten your your bouquet and stuff, and you see he is put on a nicer set of like black and uh, slightly purple tinged robes, and he just smiles up at you and says, "I'm really excited for you. This is." This is something that I really love helping Lord Arnolf out with, and you seem like you really deserve it. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, uh-huh. But uh, we should be ready for everything in about 20 minutes, so uh, just stay out of sight of, you know, your fiancé. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, like, trots off. You, you're sort of using one of the caravan... Uh, or no, you guys are using the hall, so you're actually using the... Um, one of the portals, so you're in the tailor's like closet, getting ready. Silas is using a different, a different portal to someplace you guys didn't go before. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, everyone else is gathering in the hall. A gigantic stone portal was set up for everyone to be able to come through, um, and it's definitely going to be standing room only, at least for the ceremony. Uh, but once everybody spreads out to eat and whatnot, it'll it'll be better. Um, anything you guys want to do before we lock in? Have a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, while you're while you're getting ready and kind of like, <sighs> kind of, um, Mia comes in. And she's got her own little, like, nicer outfit, little, like, blue indigo sash. Um, and she steps I in. see her, and I'm like, oh, thank fucking god. Please. I'm uh, freaking out. Why? What's wrong? There's just a lot of people, and... I don't know. Yeah? Ah, am I rushing into this? I'm not rushing into this, um, right? We were already doing this. Maybe so. a little. Oh, good. Oh, you're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say, like, no, it's great. But it's okay to rush when you're sure. (sighs) Okay. I mean, you love him, don't you? Yes, of course. And he's, like, head over heels for you, so... Okay, it's fine. Nothing's gonna change. I mean, we're already... Um... No, the word will just be husband now. Oh boy, that's. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't even gotten that far in my brain. Oh. Okay, no, it's fine. It's good. It if it makes you feel any better, Clay is giving him a pep talk. 
Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, boy. I want to be a fly on the wall for that. <laughs> um, I've never seen- I've never seen a king panic before. He's panicking? A little bit. <laughs> He, he he kind of asked a similar question to you, but he he's sure he's just terrified. You know, like the, just... the Silas deadpan terrified. Yeah. I guess it's just a lot. God, there's been so much that's happened. Yeah. I... It's been a long couple of months. But I, for all the bad stuff that's happened, I don't think I would have traded any of this, honestly. I met a lot of really awesome people and I feel like it's, I know I'm going home soon, but I feel like it's kind of becoming a found family kind of thing. Like, even though I'm leaving, I know I'm coming back. Eventually. Well, good. Because I really don't want to be the only girl. Yeah, I thought about that. And, uh, <sighs> I mean, Clay doesn't it's... count. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, Kit doesn't count either, but... They, they all don't count. They all you know. stink, and they all, like... They're all men. Yeah, yeah. Well, mostly. Uh, anyway... Um, but I'm glad that I think you do need a break yeah I and, I need to tell my mom I'm alive yeah I, I was gonna have Clay message her but now I feel weird because I've been alive and free and able to go home for like a long time now and I think she'd kill me so I'd rather just show up and surprise her that way she's like too surprised to be mad um, that could yeah. work. Yeah. Um, and, um, we'll, we'll talk about it more later, but I actually asked Clay if he wanted a break too, and he sounded like he was interested in it, so. But, um, we'll see what happens. He, he's, he's thinking about it. But we all definitely want to be here to see this and to, uh, at least make it all the way to Irakel with you guys. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm rambling. Um, no, you're fine. Bull's probably looking for me. I'm <laughs> I'm his date, I guess. Like sister date. That's adorable. That is adorable. Um, and then I guess Clay and Kid are technically each other's date, but wait, when did that happen? No, no, not not that kind of date. Like just oh. a plus one. Okay. I at least I don't think it's that kind of date. Mm, I don't know. They keep giving each other the eyes. Well, and... the, Clay keeps literally telling him like making sleep with me jokes, and I yeah. don't know if it's a joke anymore. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if it's just gay flirting or if it's just I don't know. who knows. We'll see. Kid, we'll probably find too, out. Kit's too far up his ass to even realize. Well, isn't that the point? <sighs> I... <laughs> I meant his own ass, not Clay's ass. Oh, you could do that too. Um, wow. 
I imagine we'll figure it out once we're, you know, at sea on the way to Irakel and the Gale. Yeah, the there's board. a long stretch. There's going to be a lot of figuring stuff out. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, um, did I also had a question for you. Yeah. Do you want anyone to walk you down the aisle? Oh. I, you know what? I've made it this far by myself. I might as well just, well, I just keep thought that I trend up. But thanks for offering. Or whatever. Well, offering, suggesting. I know yeah. I know Quinn and Bull and, you know, any of the guys really would be happy. But no, I like, I like the idea of you still, just because you're getting married doesn't mean you're you know, half of a whole. You're still your own person. You can do it. You're a big girl. Yeah. If <laughs> anything, he's the one who needs me. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he does, though. Because mm. you're like, you're like the sword. He's like the pen. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> she just walks out through the Wait, portal. Wait, what? <laughs> She's like, sorry, don't worry about it. Okay. Yes, um, when you finally exit the portal, uh, it lets you out at the back of the room. So there's actually an aisle. Um, God, I'm fucking actually nervous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let me start where the whole thing actually starts here. Uh, for everyone who's watching, like Kit, Bull, Clay, Mia, um, you guys see Silas come out first. Um, and he actually has uh, Quinn walking beside him. Like, they're not holding each, other arms or each other's arms or anything, but, like, walking with him. He needed the support. Um, Silas may deadpan, but he's some serious emotions on the inside. No. Um, but they made their way down, and uh, as the stone portal at the back of the room opens and Marin steps out alone, um, everybody turns and the hall goes silent. I'm freaking the fuck out because everyone's looking at me. Yeah. Don't like it. It's it's all faces you know. Like, it's the caravan, but mm -hmm. it's still, like, you don't know them that well. Yeah. Um, and you do see that uh, standing toward the end of the aisle, uh, just sort of, like, keeping an eye on you in his typical way is Bull. Just, like, keeping, uh, watching you, making sure you're okay. Um... And he just watches you go with a little little smile on his tusky face. Um, I'll wave he, at him a little bit, just like... Yeah. He nods. And uh, <laughs> you pass by Mia and Clay and Kit. Um, and uh, toward the front of the hall, as you approach, uh, you see Silas standing there. Uh, in this central marble... Uh, circle. The, the circles have actually raised up so there's sort of a step. And then the arbor is sitting there atop it. Uh, Luca, uh, the very handsome half-elf looking uh, tarot card reader, tarot card reader, fortune teller, uh, is dressed in a fairly nice Constanian style suit. Nothing, nothing over the top. And he's standing there with a spool of several different colors of ribbon in one hand, uh, a little box sort of tucked into his arm, 
Um, and, uh, no, probably nothing else. He's just standing there with that. No book, no holy symbols, nothing like that. Um, and as you step up, Silas waiting there for you, you actually kind of see the nervousness in him. While he's still got the deadpan face, you can see he's breathing just a little faster than normal. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh god. Um <clears throat> same. Yeah. Then he reaches out to take your free hand, uh, as you step up to Luca. Now Luca uh, looking between the two of you, he has talked to you previously, sort of explaining how this would go, but you probably were so nervous that you forgot it all. Because mm. um, <laughs> that's how I think everybody feels at a wedding. Yeah, yes. Um, I don't remember shit about my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me grab his thing. And... Okay. Yes. Alright. Uh, so, as you guys step up, um, Silas holding your uh, right hand in his left, uh, Luca steps up to you guys, and he takes these different spools of ribbon, and he starts wrapping them around your wrists and over your uh, linked hands. And as he wraps each one over... Um, he explains, uh, I'm not going to actually, like, try to improv a beautiful speech, because it's not going to work for this. Um, but he explains, as he places the red ribbon, this beautiful silk ribbon, um, that each of these ribbons are representative of the basic sort of building blocks of the world of life. Um, red is passion and fire. Um, he explains that uh, orange is for adaptability and change. Um, yellow represents uh, fucking. Sorry, I'm kind of <laughs> blanking on some of these. I need my help. Um, yellow is representative of uh, plenty and growth. Uh, green is a connection to nature and the earth, blue to the water. Um, the purple, he talks about the sort of mental connection between the two of you, the way you work in tandem together, the way you understand each other. Um, there is then a gold ribbon that is for wishing success and wishing wealth and confidence both in yourselves and each other. Um, there is silver that stands for, uh, stands for sort of conflict and working that conflict out together. And he tops it all with a sort of spiraling black and white ribbon and explains that white has always been representative of purity. Um, but life is messy and nothing is black or white. And so this sort of ribbon represents 
the understanding of that spectrum and being able to compromise together and understand how to approach situations that don't have such easy answers. Um, and as he ties this last one, your, your hands are actually bound together. You can't pull away. Um, but it has this sort of single strand in the middle that's holding, that they're all wrapped in a spiral together in the center that you can cut through. Um, and he opens this little box that he has, and inside is this beautiful silver dagger uh, that is razor sharp. Um, and he turns to you, Marin, and hands you the dagger uh, handle first. And he smiles and says, If you two have anything you'd like to say to each other first, now is the time. Do it, Alicia. Nope, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> I'm, I might cry. <laughs> I might cry too. Sorry. Ben's just sitting here like, what is this shit? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of take a deep breath and just look at him. And it's tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. And I say... One of my favorite memories I have is when I played three-card Monty with you for the first time. You got home after some meeting looking like you were about to pass out from exhaustion, but you sat down to play cards with me instead. And I thought it would be funny to swindle the rich boy I was forced to stay with out of a few gold. So I showed you the game I used to survive when I was a kid. And for as smart as you are, you couldn't figure out how I was winning over and over again. I got ten gold out of you before I finally confessed that I was cheating. I literally had another card up my sleeve. You weren't mad, though, just confused, like it had never crossed your mind that you, you, the king of the cheats, could be cheated by someone else. But I realized later, though, that it wasn't quite that. People had cheated you plenty of times, you just couldn't fathom that I would cheat you. Why? I don't know. I gave you every reason to believe that I was nothing but trouble. I got arrested so many times I came home smelling like smoke and gunpowder and... Well, at the beginning anyway, I was terrible to you. Yet... Somehow you thought that there was something in me that was good. Genuinely, wholly good. I didn't understand how you thought that until I started thinking the same thing of you. Because you are good, Silas. I catch glimpses of you sometimes where I can see it written all over your face that you don't think you are, but since you value my opinion over everyone else's, even your own. Take my words to heart. You are a good man. No one else in my life has ever given me the same opportunity to be my own person like you have, nor the support and the inspiration to keep being better like you have. You're the wind at my back, the ground beneath my feet, and the strength I need to keep walking forward. Especially these days after gaining so much and losing even more. Above all else, you're my family now. And I will strive with every fiber of my being to make you proud to call me yours. 
And I promise that I will protect you with every ounce of strength that I have. Even if the days ahead are dark and uncertain, it was you who gave me the ability and the confidence to protect myself, and now I return the favor. To my last breath, I swear you will be safe. I've defended my family since the day I was born, and that's now extended to you. The only family I have left to defend. The only thing that I ask for in return is that you trust that I will make the right decisions in doing so. Uh, and I look, I, I can't look at him during that part. I kind of like look down at our hands uh, and take a deep breath and then say, I hope I live up to your expectations. I strive for it. And if nothing else, no matter how our story began, nor how it will end, I hope at the end of each day that you still think of me as you did then. The girl with too good a soul to cheat you at cards. Aw. Aw. <laughs> it's like I'm a writer or something. It's like you're a writer. Oh my god. Uh, oh my shut god. up, man. This is beautiful. It's... It's... God, it's like being at a real wedding. Oh, I'm no. sorry. It's like it's like weirdly inspiring. If I tried to improv that, it would be a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I, I love you. Thanks for playing card yeah. games with me. It's like, eh. <laughs> no, it it's weddings always have this wonderful ability to be horribly cringy, but also weirdly I know. inspiring. And mm -hmm. I was also trying very hard not to be like if anyone had told me like five years ago that I would be here, I would have called you oh, crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I would have but come like, through wow. the computer. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. We would have just shut the stream off. Like, like no, yep. we're done. Marriage we're done. off. Divorce. It's canceled. Yep. Divorce. Whole show's <laughs> Divorce. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yes, as you, as you finish, uh, the hall is quiet and you can see out of the corner of your eye when you untunnel vision a little bit, there's a lot of people like smiling, like, oh, <laughs> Mia is crying. Oh, uh, no, there's no, there's no clapping. Know, Everybody's I quiet, know. but <laughs> Mia's definitely crying. No kids clapping. <laughs> um, it's just like Mary Poppins clap. <laughs> Clay I kind of stamps on Kit's foot. I kind of like just very subtly behind my back, give him the middle finger. <laughs> Everybody behind you sees it. Yeah, I don't um, care. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Silas uh, standing there in front of you. You watched him go through a a range of emotions that he normally doesn't share. Um, not that he never smiles. Not that he never sort of shows you what he's feeling he's just very close to the chest even when he shows emotion it's usually very like oh it's it's not it's not outward um but you saw him smile in a way you don't see him smile often and you actually saw the tears start to brim just oh, a tiny no. bit like he kind of blinked them men back. crying is my weakness <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, my eyes got ever so slightly watery. Um, but um, he... Ben's like, nope, dry eyes. Nope, totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nice, but totally fine. Yeah. That's Let me okay. adjust my camera here, so I can read a thing. 
Um, I cried at your actual wedding, Alicia, so. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was probably like one of the only people. I don't even know why it happened. I was annoyed the entire time. I'm like, why am I upset? (laughs) That's so cute. Oh, all right. Um, But yeah, he, uh, as you're you're holding his, his hand that you're bound with, he takes your other hand, sort of putting his hand over top of yours as it holds this dagger. And he takes a deep breath. You can almost hear the butterflies just go crazy. Oh, and he's like, oh boy. Um, I just give his hand a little squeeze. Yeah, he like he squares his shoulders and straightens up a little bit and says, Marin, darling, I know you hate sharing sappy romantic nonsense in front of other people. And I appreciate you suffering through it, just for me. I think you may be just about the best thing to ever happen to me. And regardless of the circumstances, I'm thankful every day that I had the opportunity to meet that fiery, stubborn, grumpy woman with an axe to grind. The first time you ever yelled at me, only hours after meeting each other, you absolutely inspired me. <laughs> you had learned who I was, who my family was, and you had a hell of a lot to say about it. And I think it pissed you off even more that I didn't fight back. I didn't deny anything. I even told you that you were right. But there was one phrase you said after you learned how disgusted I was with my family as well. You said, you can be better than them. You said I had a choice between being part of the problem or part of the solution. Doing nothing was just as bad as doing horrible things. And while I've never been as bloodthirsty or dominating as my family members, I knew you were right. Going with the flow was being complicit with the issue. So, I decided, if for no one's sake but the girl stuck with me, I would... I would try to be better. It wasn't until months later, when you got involved in a very loud, very public rebellion, (laughs) that I really dug my heels in against the regime. I knew that I was a figurehead, and the council were the real enemy, so because of you, I decided to spit in their faces by pardoning captured ringleaders, by ordering stays of execution, by pretending that those lost weapon shipments, sunken ships, and missing slaves were simply forgivable clerical errors. And all the while, I'm certain, I'm certain several of them knew I was the one paying your bail and outfitting you. My brand of revolution has never been like yours. You're all about what happens on the ground. The combat, the stealth, the heists, the jailbreaks. I'm a statesman. And it took me a long time to feel like I was doing any good. I felt, and sometimes still feel, as I'm sure you've seen, that compared to you and your allies, I was doing practically nothing. 
I was safe in the walls of the castle. My sword was a quill. My bullets were words instead of lead. But sometime after I first admitted to you that I was madly in love, and you nearly throttled me for saying it, saying I was a fool and that it was a damned stupid thing to fall in love with a freedom fighter, you also said the next most important thing you have ever said to me. You told me that, against your better judgment, you loved me. And it was in part because I had proven that I could be better. When I voiced my own doubts, you told me to, as I recall, shut up, Silas, and that my work supporting you and your allies had made a huge difference, not only to the fighters, but to their families and the townsfolk. And I had never appreciated my own work till then. I guess all this sappy rambling is to say you taught me to be bold and fight for what I felt was right, hang the consequences. And as often as you love to risk life and limb for what you believe in, and as often as that annoys the hell out of me, I am proud to have your back in whatever you do, be it with my pen or a gun, even if it's foolish sometimes, or, well, most of the time. And this ring, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out this little wooden box, opening it up to reveal this uh, spiraled silver and gold ring, as if the metal has been wrapped together before the loop was closed. Uh, set with these little um, little jewels, all different colors around the outside. This ring, these ribbons, the reminder that no matter how much you vex me, how many nights I lose sleep worrying over you, how many fights I will get in to help you, or how many fights I get into with you, I'm your partner, through and through. And for the rest of time, I am all yours. I love you, Marin Veneer, and I would follow you anywhere. And he slips the ring onto your left ring finger. Oh, were we supposed to bring those? I have one for myself. I figure. And he sneaks it onto <laughs> his own hand. <laughs> And you see it actually matches. Uh, it is a mirror of yours. Um, and uh, Luca, standing in front of you guys with just this little smile on his face. He's just like, just real cute. Um, he motions toward your hand holding the dagger and says, When you cut these ribbons, while they do fall away, none of these bonds do. These are bonds that can't be represented anymore. Not in the physical world. They're between the two of you. So, Marin, if you would like this lovely gentleman to be your husband, please, cut the ribbons and kiss him. I cut it in one slice, and I throw my arms around him, and I give him a big ol' smooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the entire hall just erupts into cheers, except for Kit. <laughs> it just Mia. Mia's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just just cheers and laughter and claps and 
as you kiss Silas and you like pull back with your arms still around his neck, you can feel him trembling. Just like that, that like, <sighs> kind of like, we did it. Oh God. Uh, I give, I give his tie a little like straighten and I go loosen up a little bit. Shut up. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Veneer. I like it. And he, <laughs> he kisses you again before he turns uh, with you toward everybody gathered. And you can see Mia, Clay, Bull, Quinn, Jace, Kit, even though he never smiles. Um, just everybody that you know. You see Arnulf, you see Rhoda, uh, you see Clive. Uh all just smiling and beaming and genuinely happy for this thing that is long overdue after all the horrible shit. <laughs> and Silas takes your hand and you make your way back down the aisle um, to the back of the room where there is a table set up for the happy couple. And you take your seats as the reception just starts right away because that's the best way to do it um and uh you guys just dig in to this fantastic feast provided yeah. by chef Suka. hell yeah hell so hungry to the, yeah <laughs> uh yeah i imagine you guys haven't really eaten today um too much nerves too much nerves um but uh yes you have a potty uh, at some point during the night, I'm going to turn to Silas and I'm going to be like, so, so, <laughs> just remember that part where I said to trust me. I feel like you were hinting at something. Just keep it in mind. I will. Okay. I have a surprise for you later, by the way. When we're uh, alone, it's not sure. its not a sexy thing. I mean, it could be. It's, um, I mean... That, I mean, that's up to you. It's something separate from that. Let's be honest, Marin, you're the top in this relationship. It's okay, up to you. yeah, well, alright. <laughs> it's something not that. Okay. So, just keep it in mind. And I'm gonna go dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you, you make your way out. Uh, you guys do get a first dance together to some suitably sappy music. Oh. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not horribly sappy, but it's... Unforgettable. No. Oh my God. And it's definitely don't want to, it's definitely not don't want to miss a thing, because I hate Oh that. my God, that's the that first song. song that I thought yeah. of, because no, everybody whoa, 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 fucking whoa, whoa. does no. that. No. It's God. an awful song. What it should be is Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> Our first dance song was Green Day. Yes, actually. it was. Yeah. My my dream first, not dance song, but just first song is Dream Sweet in C Major. Just a no. weird fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> or Headstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since fucking Dan mentioned that on Game Grumps, like, can your wife walk down the aisle to Headstrong? And the guy's like, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm like, I want that to be my wedding song if I ever get married. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. Uh, Back up, take you on. There are a lot of people who actually uh, have been 
having Heart Boner by Ninja Sex Party be their first Hell dance yeah. song. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. It's like so funny anytime anyone's like, yeah, I just got married and Heart Boner was my favorite song or my first song. And I'm like, oh, your parents must just be super Thrilled. happy about that. Yeah. yeah. But also, <laughs> they'll be awesome parents. Yeah. If they well. have kids. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Much dancing and drinking and eating is had and. Uh, Chef Zuka does join like later on in the feast, and you can hear him from a mile away as people like oh, compliment boy. his cooking, and that of his little kobold uh, apprentices. He's just like, yes, yes, she chose very well. It is good food, <laughs> and <laughs> he's like sort of weirdly intensely deflecting the compliments to you. Like, yes, Miss Mrs. Vinia is she has good taste, oh, and everybody's like, Jesus, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but uh, it, you do catch Arnolf like he doesn't dance with anybody, but you see him like swaying with his fingers steepled just off to the side, just enjoying. <laughs> it's kind of if you didn't know him, it'd be creepy, but now it's yeah. kind of cute. No, it's yeah. creepy. Okay. <laughs> okay. You just got all that, I can see is that little raccoon gif. That permanent, yeah. <laughs> that permanent oni smile on his face just. <laughs> just enjoying Terrifying. i i kind of based him off that weird creature from the plane of or, or the city of dis uh from vox machina you know the oh, one who's yeah. like from where i'm standing i find him hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that creature <laughs> it's yeah. like i want arnold to be kind of like them just a little bit oh yeah um but yeah uh the the well the celebrations go well into the evening and into the early morning the entire city is just up on the food and all the drinks and it's honestly hard to get away after a while because there's just people everywhere yeah um but uh eventually jace comes and finds you and silas and she's like we have like a we have like a wagon further away if you guys want some privacy and just like oh, God, to chill yes. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, but she tells you where it is and sends you off. Um, when we get in there. Sex. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> later, later. Later. Uh, I Is is my loot in there? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh All right, I'm really bad. I'm sorry. I've been what? out of practice. You know that, but... What? What? I've never played for you before, so. Oh. I just thought I would. You... I'm just don't judge me, okay? I'm just I'm really bad at what? it. It's, shut up. Just. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Uh, I start playing the music box song. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, I thought you were gonna play "Toxic" by Britney yeah. Spears. Womanizer, <laughs> 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 womanizer. <laughs> That's no, completely the wrong song, Taylor. No, I know it's not toxic, but it, okay. it, it's fun. Nope, it's headstrong. <laughs> toxic. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, all Britney Spears songs sound the same. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, the the music box song, if you've never heard the theme, not, not the game Undertale, but the song Undertale, which is yeah. a music box song. Mm -hmm. I imagine it to be similar to that, but like slower and kind of sadder. Um, 
I I can't play it because it will get copyright strike. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. But, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it, it sounds similar to that. Slower, a little bit sadder, and um, Silas uh, sitting at one of these chairs at a tiny table inside this wagon um, listens as you play, and he he watches you. Um, you, yeah, you've never had a chance to play around him. You may have you may have played like with Sylphie in his <clears throat> presence, but it was really more practice. Yeah. Um, and being that you haven't gotten a lot of practice in, um, you, you don't get wrong notes necessarily, but you are slower and it takes you a moment to get up to the correct tempo. Um, but he sits and listens carefully. Ben, what are you doing? Nothing. Is, are you playing with a cat toy? <laughs> I have a piece of elastic oh. that I'm playing with. Sorry. Just kept seeing something flash across the screen and I was like, what? I'm shooting it at my computer screen and then catching it again. <laughs> God damn it. So distracting. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he, he listens and you see his brows furrow as he's listening. He says, That was from the music box, wasn't it? Yeah. It was it really bad? I no, 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 not in the slightest. You're actually very good for someone who hasn't played for ten years. Yeah. Uh, Sylvia was right. It was kind of like picking up or riding a bike. Kind of don't forget. Bikes exist in this world. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <clears throat> the big ones. Sylvie did also say it was like riding a bike. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think that I'm was. I'm pretty a quote, sure. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and he, he nods and says, we'll have to, um, someday when, uh, we're feeling particularly depressed, we'll have to swap stories about parents and family and whatnot. Oh, Jesus, shut up. No, no, not, not the, uh, not the Alteras. I want to hear <sighs> about your mother. Oh. Yeah. From what I heard from Arnulf, it sounds like, um, it sounds like she was lovely. Yeah, she was. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm... I, I feel like there's something I'm expected to do in this moment, and I don't know what it is. You could shut up. And I kiss him. <laughs> he he nods like fair point. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well. Fade to black. Um, yes, <laughs> that's what I figured. There, there is one last thing that I w would like to do. Um, ben, if you have anything else, you should do it. Nope. Okay. When Silas is asleep, <gasps> I'm gonna sneak out. Oh, it's already happening. The secrets are already happening. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going out to the woods uh, around the same area that I met Senna before. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to send out the vibes of, hey, I'm ready to talk. Okay. Um, Senna vibes. Yeah. Um, 
as you go out, you've got your gear with you because it's it's not smart to wander in the woods alone. Um, and you're kind of dressed normally as you make your way through, but the sort of coat and extra layers don't help you from this chill as you go along. And as you're... You don't notice it first. Uh, don't notice the chill at first because it's... You're, you're focusing and trying and not getting any results as you're like trying to reach out and it's like how the fuck do you do this um she just said think about it yeah. so um but as you're like watching the ground beneath your feet trying not to trip over some roots as you go along you do see this roll of fog come and just envelop your ankles and as you look up you see this beautiful darker skinned woman standing there, long black hair, gray, shoulderless dress, her hands folded in front of her very serenely, um, and these white markings on her skin glowing very faintly. Um, and she looks at you and says, good evening and congratulations. Thanks. I made a decision. Yes. I'm in. We have a deal. And... What is it exactly that you would like in return? Sylphie back and the tether gone. And... I don't know. I... I'd like help with, with Kellogg and, and Alistair too, but it's mostly those two. I think... I think one will run into the other. Once you have some things figured out, others will fall. And she steps forward toward you, and... She's not insanely tall, but this sort of just presence about her almost makes her feel like she outsizes you by thousands of times. Just sheer force of presence as she gets close. Um, and she stops for a moment and says, May I ask, how did you make up your mind just now. I would think your mind would have been on anything but this today. My mind hasn't been on anything but this today. I have someone I need to protect. And you're the way that I'm going to do that. Well. When you bring me a staff, I don't mind which or how you get it. I will remove this tether without needing your death. You will be free without any other constraints. And it will take time. But I believe I can bring your sister back as she was. 
and she reaches out and puts a hand on your shoulder. And you see this almost distant, kind of sad expression to her, to her face and her eyes, and a little smile. She says, I'm hoping that this next stuff will remind me of the one I used to make deals to protect. The one I would give anything for. I know who he is, but I can't remember anything about him. Keep your Silas close. He is very precious. And she just sort of pats your shoulder lightly and steps past you and the fog follows her until you are alone. I'm going to sit there for a good, like, five minutes wondering if I made a mistake. Probably. And then, yeah, <laughs> and then walk back and go to sleep. Mm, Senna infects all of my campaigns. Um... <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, when you get back... Oh, no. Oh, no. Silas is awake. Uh, Why can't I ever get over Because he has high passive perception. I know. <laughs> um, you see him as you go to climb into the back of this, like, box wagon. Um, through the sort of, like, as quietly as you could, even though the door is fucking huge. Um... You just get in, and you realize there's a candle lit inside, and just instantly in your head, it's just like, fuck. Yeah. And you see Silas sitting there, leaning on this little table. Um, still shirtless, but he's, like, wearing pants. Um, hair kind of tousled off to the side, looking at you. I just needed to take a walk. I couldn't sleep. Is this what you meant when you said I needed to trust you? Insight check? What do you mean? Does he know what I did? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. Yeah. That is a 26, or no, not 26, 16. <laughs> uh... I don't know. Uh, you get... You get the idea that he doesn't know what you did. But he's very suspicious and he... He knows it's something... He knows it's the kind of thing that if you told him... It would result in a fight. Um... And he's, uh, he's not happy. And he, he motions to the other chair. He says, sit down. I'm tired. I just... Ma'am. Go... Please. I sit down. Is this really going to be the first night...
I didn't want. <sighs> I told you to trust me, didn't I? You did. So do it. I trust you, but I would like to know what you're doing. I can't tell you that right now. Hmm. Later. I'll tell you later. Eventually. I suppose there's things we both need to tell each other eventually. When we're ready. Yeah. Go back to sleep. I get into bed and I go to sleep. He stays up a while longer, but he eventually joins you. Now I feel bad. You oh, should. That was I... the whole point. Great. Mm, Kit, one last thing. Uh, oh, God. Uh-oh. Uh, sometime in the middle of the night, um, not related to this other happening, um, mm -hmm. you feel somebody tap on your chest as you're sleeping. Who do I see? Uh, well, it's dark. You don't see m much. Of do you have Do you have dark vision? I have nineteen passive perception. It's uh, clay. and dark vision. It's yeah, clay. he okay. has dark. Oh, it's clay. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Can I talk to you without you being an asshole? I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you woke me up. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yes. What? I. I need your opinion, assurance. I don't know. Come here. Okay. All right. Um, and he he sort of leads you away from this sort of communal sleeping area that you found yourself in. A lot of drunk people around here sleep snoring. Sweet. Um, but you guys go off to just sort of the edge of the woods to a quiet spot. And Clay sits down in the grass. You see he probably hasn't slept yet. Um... He didn't drink or really eat very much. Um, he just kind of kept to himself. He had a good time, but he kept to himself for the most part. Um, and as you join him, he says, Um, would you guys hate me if I went home? Uh, I mean... Probably not. Do you think Sylphie would hate me if I went home? Why would Sylphie hate you? Because I'm like abandoning you guys. You, this is not the trip you ever signed up for. Yeah, but... I've been with you guys for months now and been through two fucking hurricanes and a bunch of cultists and pirates and Sorry about got a sister hurricane. lost a sister it seems like I don't know I feel like this group was starting to really like come together and then fucking 
Alistair killed Sylvie, and now it just feels like everybody's... Feels like everybody's dealing with their own shit right now, and I feel bad walking away. Well, is that what you really want to do? I'm not... I'm not built for this. Not I, built for what? I've killed, like, two people the whole time we've been out here. And it's shredding me inside. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that big a deal. You know, kill like a pirate, kill a cultist, faceless, just some bottom barrel idiot henchman. But it's... It's really not easy to forget. And then Sylphie... Sylphie's what gets me the most. And... I just... I don't like hurting people. Even people who deserve it. I, I don't... I'm not built for this constantly wondering if we're gonna get swept out of the ocean by some creature or some, you know, freak of weather. I was training to be a navigator. I, I, I was a strategist and a planner. I worked with my mom to make sure shipping routes were safe and doing math and accounting for her business and... God, I miss my mom. I... I'm, I'm 16, man. I, I don't feel... Like, I'm an adult. I was supposed to be an adult a year ago. I feel like a, a scared little kid who's just been handed a sword and said, Go kill that dude. I, this isn't my... This isn't my place. But I also don't want to leave because... You guys are... It's gonna sound really fucking stupid, but you guys are becoming like a family to me. And Mia's leaving... I don't want to add to that. If you need to go, then go. If you think that I haven't thought multiple times about landing in Irakel and just calling it quits. I think about that all the time. Yeah. And I still don't know if I'll be able to leave when we finally get there. I don't know what I'm complaining for. You, you've been here the whole time, just... I'm, I'm not built like you and Sylphie and Marin and I guess Bull. I mean, it... It's hard on Bull, too, but he's more suited for this kind of stuff. I still want help. Mm -hmm. I... I wonder... I wonder if I could be more help in Vedric with my mom. I can... I can go to the universities and the libraries and learn stuff about Amnobolin and the cults and... All this shit. Figure out more about walkers if fucking God can't help us. 
I can... I think I can still help. Just in a different way. But I'm also like... I'm like you guys' sending person now. <laughs> and... You don't have to be that person. I'm sure we can find somebody else on the side of the road to do sending spells. Thanks. I just, I feel like if it's going to be just you, Marin, Silas, and Bull, I feel like we're leaving you open to a lot more danger. But I also know that I'm fucking useless if that danger actually reaches you. I, I can do a lot of, like, really heavy-hitting stuff, but I hesitate now. I don't, I don't want to watch people die and burn to death. And even fucking Alistair, like, hurting him hurt me. I know he's awful, but he's still a person. And well, fucking dad. Technically, he's not a person anymore. Humanoid. But I know what you mean. I don't know. I guess I just needed to vent and get my thoughts straight. I was talking to Quinn earlier. And he mentioned that the caravan is going up to Vedric after this. And when I told him my mom was there. And... Apparently, some people in the caravan actually know her. He offered for me to tag along if I wanted to go visit, and it just sent me down this fucking spiral. So go. We're not going to hold it against you. And you can't live your life worrying about what dead people think of what you choose to do. But that's another thing. I, I want to help get her back. I know I'll tell you what, it can be you done. Can, you can help get her back. There are supplies that we're going to need to pull something like that off. And we're not going to find them all on our trip. And you could help us source other things. You could help us figure it out. Yeah. Maybe I can call on some of my mom's connections and am noble in too. Um, and I can't bring you back to life again. Yeah, that's another thing that's definitely been, you know, just stewing away in the back of my head. That mm -hmm. if I, you know, I died. Um, and uh, that's that's uh, that's not something that can be fixed again. So. Uh, that was, that was fucking terrifying. Um, I can imagine. I don't, don't recommend it. Yeah. Really, really sucks. And uh, I want to get Sylphie out of that as fast as possible. So. I hope Marin doesn't hate me for it, but I think. Yeah. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get back to my studies. I'm going to keep learning new things. I'm going to save money. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to help. If I can't be there in person, at least I can 
supply the journey. I'll, I'll figure out a way to help you guys communicate without me. That Jude kid had that golden scroll thing. I wonder if I can make one of those and send it to you guys, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, that'd be helpful. Just... Don't... Please don't die. I am... I don't have any plans to. We're trying to avoid it for everybody. As much as we rag on each other and make fun of each other, you're one of the... Probably just one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Like, not one of the best, but like one of the coolest. <laughs> probably definitely not one of the best. <laughs> you should find a better role model. Uh, don't worry, you're not my role model. Oh, that's good. Bull is. <laughs> oh, that's... I'm sorry. Oh, Bull and Mia together, really, but... Oh, God. No, I... Yes, you are a role model, but... I, I try not to be as... <sighs> Honest. Blunt. Brave. True. <laughs> no, that's not the area I'm going for, but yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I'm pretty blunt. Uh, yeah. Uh, I try not to be as... reckless as you. Oh, well, I... I'd just rather learn by doing. Yeah, but sometimes people die because of that. Well, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> I should definitely leave then. Um, uh, I know. I feel there's a reason that I've spent over 24 hours sitting in the fields in, for the past few days. It's because I'm trying to give these people back at least a little bit of what I took away. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a fuck of a storm. Um, yeah, yeah, sure but I, was. That's another thing I appreciate about you is that when you fuck up, at least on a big scale, mm. you try to you take responsibility. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just... No, not in that way. I don't want you to tell anybody because it was technically an accident. Um, but for as much of an asshole as you can really be, mm -hmm. you're, you actually give a fuck about normal people. I'm sure that comes from, you know, the whole tribe losing its land and, you know, being forced out of Amnoblin thing. Well, it doesn't happen to all of us. As you can see, my brother is not here helping, so... Yeah. I'm kind of bummed I'm going to miss out on meeting him, but that's okay. I'll meet him again. I'll meet him sometime later. You can send him messages. <laughs> You two are almost the same age anyway. Maybe you'll get along. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go find a boyfriend, too. 
I'm sure you'll find one. There's plenty of sailors in the ocean. <laughs> Is that how that I... saying goes? Is that I... the skull saying? There's lots of sailors in the ocean. Lots of fish in the sea. Oh, why were you dating a fish? <laughs> Listen, tritons are people too. I'm was thinking more like actual fish, but that's okay. Fish people exist. Anyway. That sounds rough. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, actually, no. Ooh. No, I just thought about what that would entail. Uh, never mind. Uh, entail? Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, well, don't um, worry, You'll. I'm sure you'll find a boat with a dashing captain and... He'll sweep you off your feet. I don't want a sailor. I want someone much more stable. You'll find a land captain, and he'll <laughs> sweep you off your feet. You're really awkward. Do you know that, kid? I am being so supportive right now. I'll have to find somebody I have as big a crush on, so. Mm, well, good luck. Thanks. I appreciate your time. <laughs> well, you're a little, you're a little young, and I, I know. Also, uh, kill people for fun. So it's, I know. I feel like it's not. I've a good, seen you do it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of. It's a weird, sick thrill I, that I have. I need to find somebody who's like cool and aloof, but not a killer. You'll find him. <laughs> Okay, and he stands up and says, but honestly, thank you for letting me vent at you. Just word vomit. Yeah. And go home. And if, you know, this is going to sound really heavy and sad, but enjoy your parents while you have them. Oh, <laughs> God, Kit, do you need a mom? My mom loves everybody. No, it's fine. I don't need one. Like, you've already got a dad in Quinn. My mom's real. I, I don't need she anybody. She would love you. You're, like, <sighs> this group is her type of people. I don't need anybody guilt-tripping me for murdering people. She She's a, an admiral. She kills people for a living. Yeah, we'll meet someday. Okay. Maybe when you come back from Ham Noblin or something, we can have you over yeah. for dinner. Oh, okay. If That'd you're not cool. all dead by then, I can introduce no. you to the movie. I'll bring all the Heidelin staves with me. It'll be, Please it'll be great. Don't. We'll have a we'll have a lobster boil. I'm I'm less afraid of all of the Heidelin staves, more afraid of Kenamek Ambro coming after you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, good talk. Um, Indeed. You should you should definitely follow your heart's desire, and uh, yeah. No, well, we were glad to have you while we could. I'm gonna be torn up about this for weeks. All right. Good night. I stop him before he leaves, and I give him a quick hug. You, as you hug him, he, like, wraps his arms around you, and, like, mm -hmm. you can feel there that there's just, like, this this need for comfort as he hugs mm -hmm. you just a little bit longer, but he lets go. Mm -hmm. Um, he says, thanks, I, I needed that. Mm-hmm. No, I know. 
You've got this mom. weird, bitchy exterior, but yeah. yeah. No, I know it's all... A, a well, it's not a facade. It's just the outside. Um, That's a facade. Well, it's not fake, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> facade means fake. That's true. That's true. Um... No, it means it means like exterior because you can it, have like the does, facade but of a building. Facade is typically a fake version of something like facade wow. brick. Yeah. Um. Anyway. It's veneer. Veneer. Yes. Yeah. Um. The but yeah. Theme he, of the uh, day is veneer. Insurance. Oh my god. Um, oh, your last name's veneer. Uh huh. Oh, different, but why not? bunch of fake fucking people. We're fake ass people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I let. Clay go back and like yeah. just yeah don't the, worry about the last, your thing. well the last thing he says is he's like, just kind of says thanks um I want my mom man I'm gonna go message her and he just walks off I kind of stand there for a minute and sigh I'm just like oh my god kids Jesus. <laughs> you're 19 yeah he's like three uh, years younger than you yeah but I'm also like I lose here don't live as long so um, well they can yeah. but they don't I'm more equivalent higher up. um yeah and then I can I can I look at the woods do I see any fog make a <laughs> not that it would matter because I wouldn't know what it meant yeah uh 22 you do see huh. A weirdly not attached to any other, like, sort of like on its own concentrated fog bank just roll across the floor of the forest. And you swear you see somebody walking. A beautiful lone figure. Odd. Huh. Well, I hope she's not lost and I go back to bed. <laughs> I swear to God you were going to follow her but yeah then it would have been like would you like to make a deal kit boy um yes uh but that that was another mega stream uh that yeah, was unintentional yes. oh my god we had a lot of shit to do and oh there god. was a lot yeah that we needed to cover so but... we were in the wedding and i was like i'm so happy for you guys but i was like I saw asleep. you like falling asleep and i was like ah oh, shit with my eyes open i was just like <laughs> oh god here we go. I know. Weddings are so boring. Um, yeah. We had, yeah. We had to make it corny. We yeah. did indeed. We wrote vows. Although now I'm really sad. I know you are. We left them off. As soon as you did. Sad. Wait, what? I said we left them off at like such an awkward yeah. On your part. fucking wedding night, too. It. Can't believe you. Can't believe you at all. Making deals with gods supposed, on your wedding night. He wasn't supposed to wake up. <laughs> I didn't roll or anything. He has a very high wisdom. I have a very high stealth. So I could But you didn't, you didn't ask to roll stealth. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Whoa. You didn't say I sneak out. You said I leave. No, I said... I said when he's asleep, I sneak out. Or uh, something like that. Uh, I don't know. Play back the tape. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody rolled for stealth, so therefore his uh, passive perception holds. 
Um, yeah, I probably would have rolled shitty yeah. anyway, so. But, uh, he's also just the kind of guy who notices when the other half of the bed is empty, and it shouldn't be. And he's just mm-hmm. like, I can't sleep now. Um, oh, I am not that person. Silas is very paranoid, is what I'm saying. Ah, uh, I'm definitely that person. Like the other half of the bed's open. Ha! <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't um, come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mine now. Yeah, but um, that is where we will leave off the stream for tonight. We have some drama to get through next time. Also, next time, even though it shouldn't be too apparent, considering I'll have a backdrop, I will be in a new apartment. Yay! Finally. Yay! I have to help you move. <laughs> I made sure to divide things like into boxes so it's not super heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have a stair climber dolly for some of the heaviest shit. So we oh. should be okay. Okay. I tried to be considerate. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. Because I'm not that strong. I know. <laughs> oh. Anyway. oh, okay. There uh, you are. There okay. Yeah. <laughs> You froze for a second, and I was like, man, right at the end of the stream. Yeah, I swear to God. This will be tomorrow. My internet connection just needs to hold for tomorrow. Um, Should be good. But anyway, uh, thank you for joining us uh, at Larn Adventuring Company. Um, We did pre-record this stream, if you did not know. So, uh, hi. Um, I will be editing and getting everything ready to stream tomorrow, actual Saturday, actual Halloween. Uh, While you guys have fun doing whatever it is you do, and I will be packing because that's the most exciting thing I can think to do right now. Like, literally no joke. Um, (laughs) You can find us at uh, Twitter, at Lauren ADV Co. Uh, All the links will be below below on Twitch. Um, We will also be posting VODs, podcasts uh, on Wednesday morning. Uh, This should also be a two-parter, like episode 13, because it's about six hours long close to um but yes alicia tell us about your beautiful self uh i hey um oh no i've lost all the momentum that i had no momentum you're a writer tell us about it (laughs) uh uh, tell us about your writing I unbutton my vest and suddenly I look like Han Solo. You do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> there you go. Extra costume. Yeah. Um, you can find Damn. me at A.M. Kelly Writes on Twitter or at my website, amkellywrites.com. I write stuff. Uh, sometimes it's about D&D. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to be doing NaNoWriMo and hopefully finishing up my uh, uh, manuscript of my D&D book. So... If you want to see more of that, check me out. Awesome. Gay Prince Han Solo, tell us about yourself. Yes. Hi. <laughs> uh, Gay Prince Han Solo. Yay. I love this crown so much. I know I you do. Um, it's great. So, uh, who am I? Oh, I'm Blake. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Sorry, Blake. I'm tired. It is really no, okay. late. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sleepy. Uh, I haven't been up this late for yeah. over a year. Uh, I'm Blake, Blake R. Wolf, uh, B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E dot com. You can find me at Blake R. Wolf on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Amazon. I'm everywhere. Um, I just sent 
my first fantasy novel manuscript over to Taylor. So it's getting edited. It comes out on December 4th. It's called The Crystal Eye. I've also got a couple other books out. So if you all want to read those, go get them. Um, and I'm doing NaNoWriMo as well. And I plan on writing a whole nother novel in that month. We'll see if that happens or not. But I'm going to try. And that's all. Taylor, tell us about yourself. Hello, everybody. Excuse my yelp of a laugh that that was. Um, I, <laughs> I, that... <laughs> it's usually me. Usually um, I'm the one that's like, ah! Oh, God. Anyway, hello. Yes, my name is Taylor Wallace. T-A-I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C. Um, you can nice. spell that name on Twitter. <laughs> T-A-I-Y. Wallace Brighton. is normal. Right in the right search in. bar, you can spell it right in there. Yeah, I should be one of the very few tailors you find. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can find me on Twitter under that name. I also run Sonder Editing, uh, SonderEditing.com, where I edit for Blake and a couple other people. Come give me your money. I will edit for cheap. Um, cheaper. Uh, and then, God, I run this stream, mostly. Well, I don't run the stream. Today. I run today the show. Today you're running the stream. I run the show. I did a really good job today. Fuck off. You did um, such a good job. Did. Such a good job. Good job. You didn't see all the uh, all the finagling with the multiple screens. I'm sure there's a few moments where they can actually see my desktop. But uh, it's okay. I, I don't have stream tools. I just have recording. Um, but yes, uh, if you like the weird, wacky characters I came up with today, they're kind of out of the ordinary. Uh, but if you like them, follow my Twitter, because I write and I make colorful characters like fucking Sloane, the wonderful trans witch that that bastard is, uh, <laughs> and other such characters, uh, as, as Chef Zuka! Um, oh, Chef Zuka. Yes. Oh I love him. He's going to come too. back someday. He's Yay. great. Oh, man. Oh, I forgot to have the goose show up. He was going to show up. He'll show oh, up later. Oh, no. no he'll, he'll have show a wedding later. gift for you. Yeah, he'll show yeah. up later. It'll be fun. It'll be um, egg roll. <laughs> Half an egg roll. Yeah. I got Sorry, I got hungry. <laughs> Half egg roll. Favorite food, best food. Good <laughs> gift. Yes. This is good. Good goose. Good goose. <laughs> I have to talk quietly when I'm him. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, anyway, uh, thank you for joining us once more for Edlarn Adventuring Company. Uh, next time should be full of drama and far travel. Uh, we have a voyage to do, and then we have a little brother to meet. Oh, uh, boy. And then we have an Amnobolin to go to as we get deeper into some horrible fucking shit that you guys are about to learn. So, yay. Heidel and cult time. This is going to be great. Uh, I'm so happy. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, Ruining I've been... my marriage on day one. Hey. Yeah, good job, Mary. Good job, me. Uh, but yes, thank you for joining us. I've been Taylor Wallace. You've been fantastic. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.